Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Stay F. Homekins. How's everyone doing out how's there? It? Hey, how's everyone doing? And don't don't say the bullshit that you say to other people. Tell us the real thing. <laughs> I hope everyone's doing okay. I hope that too. Don't throw me under the bus like I don't. <laughs> anyway, I'm... Janie Haddad Tompkins. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm Paul F. Tompkins. And we're your co-hosts. Hosts? Are we co-hosts? Hosts? We're co-hosts. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Through life, honey. Yes. He's a comedian. <laughs> She's an actor. We're married. This is our podcast. Okay, what's up? <laughs> honey, can I tell you something? We had corn on the cob for dinner. Oh, my God. Folks. It was so good. Anyone, anyone within the sound of my voice? <laughs> If you have access to corn on the cob, get at it. It's so good. Now is the time. It's, it's the a, taste of summer. It's the taste of summer. It's the taste of summer. Yeah. It made me feel like I was outside. It, <laughs> we don't go outside, but. <laughs> no, but our house is full we're of bugs. Stuck. <laughs> we're stuck inside. Do you know what's funny is that we have been seeing the odd person occasionally for a, D- distance, a distance visit. Out, yeah. Where we sit, um, you know, six to whatever 40 feet apart <laughs> and what we've noticed because we never really spent we have this tiny little postage stamp backyard yeah and we never spent time out there before no i don't i don't like to be outside <laughs> <laughs> now you you i like nature but i don't like to be outside we met after you graduated from miss peregrine's home for unusual children right <laughs> i don't know that reference but yes <laughs> Wait, can I, I... I don't even think I got the title right. <laughs> Do you know what I noticed about some people in the pandemic? Ooh, I, I like <laughs> this. Some people, when they come for distance hangs, mm-hmm. don't raise their conversation voice. <laughs> That's true. Some people yell like me. Like, I yell, I'm like, oh my God. You're yelling all the time. Like, don't use your inside voice. Yeah. Use your outside. Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I I'm think saying. I think that some people surprise you. We have a friend who speaks very quietly, but then he brought it when it was time to social distance. I know. And I was like, good for you. Bravo, old friend. <laughs> I know. I thought this was going to be tricky, Tuff, but it wasn't. Tough. Yeah, tough. Um, but so, we, so we're outside in our little tiny backyard, but... <laughs> we're lucky we have a yard, too. We're yeah. extremely lucky. And we've gone back and forth on... This is a little sidebar about uh, making it more green, more eco-friendly, and like. Have we really gone back more and forth? More drought-friendly. Have we gone back and forth on it? Or yeah, did you go you back and down? I go forth. Yeah. and say no. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Here's the thing. He lays down the law, y'all. Uh, <laughs> he lays it down. Yeah, I'll say I have spoken, and then JD knows. Basically, that's it. I I get that's it. That's not true. I get it. He wears the pants in the family. That is not true. He wears the pants in the family. If that were true, I'd have that flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, let's not. That's a tale for that's another, another time. That's another. That's another episode. That's a whole. That's a very special episode. We'll I devote, did not. We'll devote a whole hour about the to goddamn the flagpole. flagpole. Yeah, the fucking flagpole. I t- as I like. To oh, call you it. upgraded from goddamn to fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking flagpole. All right, keep going. So a thing we didn't realize is that our backyard is very buggy. It's not that big. There's oh, yeah. not that much out there. No, we uh, we had to we had to we had to fish out the deep woods off. Yeah, man. And let yeah. me tell you something. That was not part of the brochure when I moved to Los Angeles. Mm-mm. There were no mosquitoes. I didn't a mosquito did not touch me 
Mm. for 20 years. Mm. Climate change, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Climate know what? And, and here's, change. Here's the thing. Yeah. We are friends. <laughs> when I, I tell people, I, I feel like I married my good friend. <laughs> oh, God. Y'all, okay. What if people did that instead Y'all. of saying best friend? One <laughs> <laughs> of my good friends. I feel like I married my close work friend. Okay, y'all, y'all, when people online, I know this is terrible and judgmental and I'm sorry, but I'm going to let it all hang out. When people say online they married their best friend, mm-hmm. that's not true for me because I didn't marry my best friend. <laughs> you know what I mean? We talked about this. Like I freedom. didn't marry my, oh, you did? You know, I have this podcast. Wait, did, I've heard of it. Is it good? Should I listen it's, to it? I think it's good. I think you would like it if you really? ever listened to it. <laughs> It's behind a paywall, though, right? Ah! <laughs> Why should I'll, I listen I'll, to I'll, it? I'll, I'll loan you my login. Why should I listen to it when I can like, be in the presence of you and Scott and Lauren? I'd rather, I'd rather that. I'd rather that. It's not the same. Well, also, also guess what? You can't now. Also, y'all teased that whole thing where your spouses <laughs> were going to take over and host an episode. Honey, we never... Shh. And you know what? It was a fucking lie. It's... Just because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it'll never happen. Okay. Anyway, y'all talked on Freedom about marrying your best friend, and I want to know what Scott and Lauren said. We all agreed that that's not true. You that because we, we all have separate best friends, <laughs> <laughs> right? But it is. It is. It's fine if you say. I, I get that it's like a nice sentiment. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's. I don't completely disagree with it because your spouse is your default friend? best friend. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you, t- you, you. Tell your spouse things. You tell your spouse everything. And really? Yeah. Are you mean, sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> I know I tell you everything because your eyes glaze over in boredom occasionally. Well, you don't like to leave out details, is the thing. <laughs> What's wrong with that? There's nothing there's What's nothing wrong. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it comes in very handy. And you don't like to include details. And then when I find out a missing detail, it is like <laughs> How could you not mention whatever? You know what I mean? Like, how did you not mention there were crumbs on his shirt? Like, that's like everything. I'm just an example. It's an example. I'm trying to think of a story where that would be an important detail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm not saying. Like, maybe a Sherlock Holmes story. Because of psychology. Because of psychology. Like, if you want to get in the head of heads of the people that you're. I understand. I understand. Your your main issue with me is that I forget to tell you a thing <laughs> oh, that <laughs> I can't, y'all. Oof. Yes. Continue. Continue. Well, why don't you continue? No, I want you to say. tell it. I want you to tell it in your neutral. Uh... I will have a thing <laughs> maybe coming up like a work thing or a social thing. That I haven't mentioned to Janie. This is this was the origin of the shared calendar. So oh, that yeah, you could always calendar. see that the other person has a thing. And then he throws that in my face all the time. <laughs> it's on the calendar. <laughs> you didn't look at the damn calendar? Well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I was like, I thought it was a supplement and not the primary. Go on. But here, <laughs> the thing is, our brains work differently. We, sure. We, we Men are from Mars and women are from Venus. I think that's true. Yeah. I, but I think it's literally true. No, I really am. I'm an alien. What? Oh, fuck. You know that unsolved mystery I, knew these were I talked well. about? <laughs> yeah. Seems pretty solved now. I was there. 
<laughs> but you were one of the aliens. One of the aliens. You weren't abducted. You were one of. The I aliens. was up top. I was up top. Up top. Up top. Up top, baby. <laughs> you know what? That's what I would do if I met an alien. I would try to high five him <laughs> as soon as I saw him. I'd be like, up top. Wait, go on. Go on with your complaint about me. <laughs> this is one of the things that drives me nuts. Yeah. Is okay. I don't know if y'all have this. Like, if you're in a relationship or whatever. And one of you and your is, spouse is great, so you have to look for excuses to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I'm gonna like pee my pants. <laughs> Wait a minute. That really was funny what you just said. <laughs> no, when okay, so like maybe one of you is amazing with details and maybe one of you is not. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> maybe that happens. And then you'll be like out somewhere and you'll bump into someone and they'll be like, oh, my God, are y'all coming to um, the movie night on Friday? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and then I'll be like caught with my pants down <laughs> and I'll be like, what? You're in a changing room at a <laughs> store. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm always buying pants. I pants. love pants. And then I'm like, What? Movie night. What are you talking about? Oh, I sent Paul. I sent Paul a thing. I sent him an elaborate paperless <laughs> post with lots of design and lots of information. And lots of design. <laughs> I paid for it. I, I used coins. I got oh, the, my God. I got the paperless well, post coins. Let me just call bullshit on the story very quickly. <laughs> if someone used coins on a paperless post, I would never keep that from you. Bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. And then I'll be like, huh? And then I have to like stew in it for the afternoon and then come home and be like, did, did Lauren send you a paper? <laughs> wait, wait. You have to stew in it for the afternoon. And I'm like, so did Lauren send you a paperless post in, uh, inviting us to movie night? And then like, and he'll be like, Oh yeah, I think oh, yeah I I uh I think so. I forgot I I forgot about it. <laughs> it's like it's like that. Number one. It's like that. Number one. First of all, never send it to the husband. Don't do first never, of all. I did number never one. <laughs> send it to the wife. I was or- just gonna. Okay, I, I was go just going to say. Go on. First of all, go on. Be mad at Lauren for not including you on the paperless post. Well, by the way, Lauren was about, did, 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 Lauren would never. But go on. The, if we're talking about the same Lauren, I, I agree. Yeah. Number two, she knows how to do shit. Number two, you're making it sound like I'm fucking Brad Pitt from True Romance, <laughs> and I'm smoking pot out of a fucking honey bear <laughs> bottle. I'm like, no, I'm, it's worse because you appear high functioning. I <laughs> I have a million things occupying well, my brain all the this time. This is how it is. He has a million things. So it's like, okay, fine. So bypass him. Come straight to the source. Yeah. Another reason for you not to be mad at me. <laughs> I'm just saying like we've gotten it a little more sorted. Yes. And now I can throw we'll it in your nev- face about the We'll never calendar. get another paperless post again. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> what? Unless it's for a Zoom. Oh, for yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like we've been <laughs> ostracized. <laughs> no, 
know because there's no socializing. Take them out of the paperless post tree. <laughs> there's no socializing. Also, no. okay, so my friend Joel, this is like my favorite gag ever. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, it's it's really good. It's re- I do know what you're talking about. It's really good. <laughs> he sent me. He sent me an evite. And this I'll, is like when Evite was new, too, <laughs> yeah. right? I think a pay, I think it would be even better if it was today and you bought a pay, you spent coins on a paper because the paper there's the animation like it comes out of the envelope. It comes out of the envelope. Yeah. Okay. He sent me an Evite and um, invited me to go fuck myself, and I was the only one on the, on the card. <laughs> Joel Spence invites you Joel to Spence, go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. <laughs> Attendees one. Yeah, isn't that that was pretty good? That was funny. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. 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 When a friend is funny, it's when a funny. Frunny? Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. You keep saying it. It's like reminding me of Six Feet Under when <laughs> Peter Krause has the stroke. <laughs> I didn't just going, watch. Narm. Narm. <laughs> I didn't watch Six Feet Under. Can I, I tell you watched, something? Like the last one. I know. My friend you, was you, on. It. Your friend was in it. But yeah. That show, which, by the way, to watch that. That's the one episode of the show What's you see. What's funny, what's crazy was the finale actually did make me cry. And I didn't know these people at all. I was like, oh yeah. my God. It's like, <laughs> I hope I'm not spoiling. Well, I won't say what it is. The finale I, is great. I watched all of that show and I realized I didn't really like it. because <laughs> the so weird. I, I, it's I, a grim I, show. I mean, it's about. Well, it's, it's unpleasant. It's like, and I, I know why people do like it. I'm not saying that it's 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 not it's not a quality issue. It honestly it's like is an a, existential. It's a taste issue. Yeah. And to see a, uh, you know, a dysfunctional family mm-hmm. where everyone seems to be miserable all of the time with no <laughs> let up, mm-hmm. and I watched it for six years, and then my feeling when it was done was like. Oh, thank God I'm released. I don't have to watch this anymore. What I was watching. No one was making me watch I it. I don't mind watching a dysfunctional family because, like, I like to watch Succession, and that mm-hmm. is, like, a really messed up show. Yes, but that, that show's messed that up. That tone is a little bit lighter. Well, and also, like, it's not relatable because, yes. like, no one, I mean, unless you're, I guess you're, like, a billionaire. <laughs> Do you think billionaires watch Succession? <laughs> That would Do be fucking hilarious if billionaires are watching that show and saying, oh my God, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> they Well, you know, it's like kind of modeled after the Murdochs. Yes. With a, with a little sousson of Trump. A little. Season two, they hit us over the head with it. <laughs> a little. <laughs> Come on, Succession. I get it. <laughs> Where do you think I live? East Jabip? What does that even mean? East Jabip is the same as BFE. Oh, bumfuck Egypt? Yeah, which I heard somebody say on a TV show Are we allowed to say BFE now? Probably not. (laughs) We probably never should have said it. Really? I like BFE. Is it like saying it's a shithole? Yeah, it's... No, it's I think it's just saying it's far away. It is saying... That's the idea. It's far away. Is you're saying... I grew up with East Jabip. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds... Some people say bumfuck. I say bumfuck. I say um, bumfuck. And bumfuck Egypt I'd never heard until B- I met you. BFE. What? Yeah. Honey, it's regional. Oh, it is? We grew up in different regions. Yes. Okay. What okay. Mean, it is. Like, it's not a... Actually, like, it's a real place. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows bumfuck Egypt. Speaking of, so I want to hear if anyone has ones 
that they grew up with that are different than mm. the ones we grew up with, I would like to hear them. I always like stuff like that, little regional things. So do I. I like it too. Yeah. We've been getting great emails and tweets yes, and yes, Instas yes. and we love them. And people, what's happening? The world is crazy right now. Honey, Wait, I, I wanna... tend to agree. <laughs> I was like, oh, so I was going to maybe tell the story about, because we were listening to my playlist. I'm, I DJ. That's a, that's a really generous term. I run the music in the house. Mm-hmm. I'm typically the one sort of driving. You get there before me. <laughs> Listen. We do have a sort of unspoken rule that whoever starts at first is in charge yes, of the music. But I'm frequently starting at first because yes. I'm the one who likes to listen to music yes. more. Which is weird because you're more musical. Isn't that funny? So what's up with that? Oh. Cuckoo. I, don't know, I think it's just cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> Cuckoo always comes out at the Cuckoo. right time. Cuckoo. Okay, so at the beginning of the pandemic, yeah, um, this um, this woman I know who I met in 1992 on my very first paid theatrical gig, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I'll tell you about in a minute because it's like literally the most unglamorous thing you've ever heard of in your entire life. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it's like It's pretty wild. But like listen, I was like when I was 19, I was I would have done I did so many jobs. You don't even like you don't even know. You don't even know. I mean, I <laughs> so How dare you? I still kind of like juggle a bunch of jobs. They just don't pay any money. <laughs> um anyway, so <laughs> So, um, so my roommate for this theater, this summer theater job, this summer theater job, um, STJ, it, and it was not Williamstown theater. It was not, uh, it was like, just imagine the opposite. Cause I'll tell you about it in a second. So, um, she, um, I guess like at the time I had put together a mixed tape a for mixed tape. <laughs> What did you think it was? What did you think it was? It's mixtape. What do you that's what I said. You said mixed tape. It's a mixed tape. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a mixed tape. No, it's a mixed tape. No! Honey, I promise. No, I you. swear to God, there's like a movie called Mixed Tape. What no, there is not. <laughs> what I don't know what's happening right now, but <laughs> I have to look it up. It's mixed Just tape. Look it up. <laughs> It's a mixed tape. Oh my god! Did y'all not make mixed tapes? Maybe our younger listeners made burned uh, mixed CDs, CD mixes, CD mixes. Any hoozles? So I made her mixed tape. (laughs) In nineteen ninety two. And it's, I, it's mixtape. Look, Wikipedia. It's mixtape. No one ever said mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> I shall make you a mixtape. <laughs> it will be thematic. The first side will show you the depths of my musings. The second side shall be lighter in tone. <laughs> mixtape. <laughs> 
All right, y'all. Fine. I made her a mixtape. A mixtape. A mixtape. Fine. Fine. So I made her a mixtape. I made her a mixtape. I probably made a mixtape for the whole damn cast. I probably went to the damn hardware you store. You mean like what? Like the same tape for everybody or each? everyone got an individual tape? A good question because it would have had to have been... Well, anyway, I had two roommates. I probably made one for each roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I made it for her. Y- y'all, I did not remember <laughs> making this mixtape. <laughs> so the pandemic starts. And, and we're friends on like Facebook, but this is someone, you know, that lives somewhere else. Like I haven't seen this person since 1992. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just mm-hmm. have this common summer. Yeah. Like that's it. And and she's a she's a really sweet lady, mm-hmm. and um, she um reached out to me on Facebook right when the pandemic started, and she was like, um, I need your your address because I want to send you something, and I was like, Oh, okay, and I you know like I'm thinking like a sweet card or mm-hmm. you know like hope you're coping blah blah blah. Yeah. So I get this <laughs> this box in the mail, and she had. Um, gone through the trouble of um, taking the mixtape that I made in mm. 1992, and um, and she's like a mom, you know. She 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 got someone to make it, like to burn it, like to take the mixtape and transfer it. Sorry, mm-hmm. to a CD, mm-hmm. and had wrote and wrote me like this, like insanely touching note about. How I made her this mixtape. She listened to it in the car, like over the years, and um, you know it always made. It. Oh, and the cover was like pictures from that. It, time I had and... put together like a collage. Oh, that was the original cover, or that was just a that was an addition. Oh well, thing. now that's a good question. Now Thank I'm you. like questioning whether I had cut out pictures and taped them to the. There were a lot of pictures of you, so maybe not. That would be a little bizarro. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, there were pictures of us from that summer, like, on the cover and this incredibly nice note. And I was like, I was so eager to, um, like, take this walk down, you know, like, what was this mixtape I made? Like, what was, like, what was my CD collection Mm -hmm. in 1992? Because, like, you couldn't go online and, like, pick songs. Like, you had to, you had to curate it from your own collection. Mm -hmm. And, you know. And, uh, and so I put together, so even, so I burned it off or like I put, or I recreated it, mimicked it, I should say, in the order and everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, it wasn't horrible. No, it was good. It's pretty good. good (laughs) It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I was 19. It's very eclectic. There's a lot of interesting stuff on it. Yeah, it was super eclectic. Like, you know, I was on, I was 19. So like I could only buy CDs that I could afford from my summer job or Mm. my school job, college job or whatever. So anyway, this crazy. So, uh, so the thing was I had, so I was like in school, University of South Carolina, and I went and auditioned for these outdoor theater shows. Mm-hmm. There are these things I didn't know about that they do like mostly in the Midwest, some in the South, but all up and down the Eastern seaboard, I guess that are called <laughs> outdoor historical dramas. And they're like <laughs> these recreations of, I don't know, 
things in history. Just I don't different moments listen, of history. I don't yeah. know anything about anything. Okay, yeah. like I was like just moments of American greatness. I just like want what I wanted to know. What I wanted to do was like maybe earn points for my union card or you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like you know, so I auditioned for this thing and I got in it. I had one line. Okay, all my entire line was. Why, yes, I do. <laughs> because I'm like marrying like this frontiersman who at the time was like, he must have been in his 40s, but I was 19, so he seemed in his 60s. Or so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the frontiersman guy. He's yeah. like a real guy. I, by the way, I retained nothing. Oh, no, he was a real person from history, this person you were yes. supposed to leave? Okay. Yes. And I, I don't know anything about, like I retained nothing except for, why, yes, I do. Like, that's it. <laughs> and um, basically, like, everyone lives in Ohio in this tiny town called Chillicothe and in these cabins together for the entire summer. And they do this show every night. I think I got, like, 100 bucks. I don't know. Like it's called a week. Tecumseh. It's called Tecumseh. It's yeah. about Tecumseh, the the... Native American. I, Native American warrior person. See, I didn't know any of the... <laughs> I was busy the making... The great chief Tecumseh. Oh, yes. That's sort of... Yes. <laughs> and there's like there's like fights and there's like horses and like fake mm-hmm. rifles and stuff. And yeah. so... Um, it's a spectacle. It's like a spectacle with like a, like a, a, a promontory and people flip off of it onto like hidden mattresses and stuff. Yeah. And there's it's like, like, it's like the universal studio might be like pyrotechnics involved. <laughs> right. Like I was so checked out. It's of, like the water world stunt show. Seriously. So, so checked out of like the actual show mm-hmm. that I was like, I was just there for the experience. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Like I was there to like drink underage around the campfire Mm -hmm. and like get up into some trouble (laughs) y'all and um so what i didn't know until all them girls gonna get up (laughs) in trouble trouble. in the woods of chillicoff tonight so this whole thing is like this well-oiled machine that's i guess has probably been going on since the 60s or 70s like it became popular probably in the 60s or 70s I'm thinking. Uh, I mean, like I, that whole, I would even imagine like, the 50s. Like it seems like the culture of that yes, of those yes, outdoor yes, drive. And like, and then like, if you had a night off, like you'd go like 40 minute drive to the other outdoor blue jacket, and then you might like, you know, what's blue jacket? That's another Native American uh, figure in history. Oh, I've never heard of him. Or her. So we were like, right, we were like, you know, like rivals. Like you might yeah. be like, we're going to go check out the blue jacket. Uh. <laughs> we're going to check out the blue jacket setup. And then like you might get drunk there and puke on there. We're going to sabotage their offstage mattresses. <laughs> Cabins or whatever. Anyway, I thought this was like the funnest thing that has ever happened to me. So like I drove up there with all my stuff and my CDs, I guess, because I made mixtapes. And, uh. So I get there and I find out that my character dies in at the end of Act One, Ooh. which is fine. I don't have to die on like they just reference her like she done died or whatever. But Mary didn't make it through <laughs> that winter. It was like stuff like that. Yeah. And we were all like like half of us were like these theater like college theater students. And we would like, you know, put on little uh, like staged readings up in the in the you know campsite and right. stuff like right, that right. like we were just like these for yourselves the- yes yeah. for ourselves yeah, like yeah, we yeah. were these like 
theater nerds and we were, you know, all in college. Well, not all of us are in college, mm. but um, the college group was in college. And, um, mm. and we were just like, whatever. And so I guess like for the battle scenes, <laughs> I found this out when I got there. For the battle scenes, if you are dead or not in act two, you had to don the Native American garb mm -hmm. in order to fill the choreography. Yeah. Okay. And um, this involved like um, covering yourself in brown face. Every exposure. It was called Black Egyptian, right? Okay, so the makeup. Yeah, so I'll yeah. get to that. So, so there's this makeup called Black Egyptian, and you rub it all over, like all over your body. Mm -hmm. So, like your, you know, your chest, your arms, your ankles, your face, like everything. Anything that shows. Anything that shows and is white as fucking snow. <laughs> and then you stick on like this share wig, and then you go out and you like, you know, like. Yell at like yeah, mm. la, la. Uh, that's wrong, <laughs> wrong culture, my oh culture, my yeah, wrong culture. Right. But whatever, like whatever we did for Tecumseh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like in the the sign language right. and the this and the that, which I'm sure was so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cheesy and it, yeah. and and it was so cheesy. But anyway, so whatever. Like I had stuff to do in Act Two. I got. I think I had to shoot a rifle at some point with the black powder that you stuffed down in there. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Well, if you were one of the background actors in the in as a Native American versus a white man or yeah. woman. Because we shared there was only one You're talking about now after the show. After the show. If because we shared a bathroom. There was yeah. like a women's bathroom and a man's bathroom. Mm. And there were like three showers for the entire company or something like <laughs> and that. And how many people are we talking about? <laughs> Um, probably like 30 people. Yeah. 40, okay. 40, 40 And these are like campground showers. Campground. Like, it's like a cabin with yes. shower heads There's no bathroom connected to your own cabin. Like if you went right. to the bathroom in the middle of the night, you're walking outside into right. in like putting on flip-flops. Yeah, no there. deal. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I was 19. <laughs> and um, so if you, because there were only like, there were like two showers or three showers in the women's and same in the men's. And there, of course, there's more men. Um, but, um, basically like it, the native American company got to shower first because you were like, you had to like, uh, yeah, it took longer. Uh, to clean off the yeah. black Egyptian yeah. makeup, the Ben Nye or whatever, mm -hmm. Ben Nye, uh, it was that the name of that makeup guy, Ben Nye, right? That sounds familiar. The Ben Nye Black Egyptian. You had to like scrub it off of your body in the shower, and the and the water like there wasn't enough hot water. Yeah, there just like wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like all over the bathrooms and stuff, there were these signs that said "Whites Shower Last." Okay, and so my parents came. My mom and stepdad came to visit me. <laughs> stepdad went to the bathroom, you know, and I'm showing him like my cabin and like the mess cabin and you know in the camp in the in the 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 campfire and all the stuff and like the senior people like this guy bruce who played my frontier husband he was there for like 30 40 years he played the wow. same part and he had his own trailer and like we oh, party wow and one night like he showed porn 
to a bunch of us, and I was like, like, yeah, pass me the joint. I'm watching this. You never told me this. Well, like we were all like, it was just like it was like dirty and rugged and and rough. Yeah, and I'll say I was fine with you it. You never. I can't believe you, this is the time. <laughs> On a microphone. I just like really you're telling me this part of it. Well, okay, so I've heard every other aspect of this story a million times. <laughs> That's where I learned about squirting. I didn't know about oh, <laughs> like a thing. They had like this worn out tape and they were like showing it. They <laughs> it was this one creep at it. No, it was a bunch of the older guys. The older oh, okay. guys. <laughs> and he had like a, a bar set up, like a tiki bar inside the. Anyway. Oh my God. This guy sounds horrible. I whatever, y'all. I don't care. I'm, I'm, you know, whatever. And so, uh, you know, I live and let live. I don't. Uh, okay. I don't, okay. you know. Yeah. I, I was there to like, I was there to be Honey, I get an, a bohemian, I you get know. It. You're, you're, yes, you're I had a boyfriend this. that summer anyway, which. Okay. Co- which coincidentally, I'll get to that in a minute. Paul shot a, a show with him, but whatever. That's like a whole other story. So anyway, so so oh, my my stepdad, my stepdad came, my mom and stepdad. My stepdad, he's he's no longer alive, but he was this like from the deep south, like Mobile, Alabama. You know, like grew up during the civil rights struggle. during the civil the rights 60s. movement he yeah. he saw malcolm he x like a young man speak yeah. he had listed that as like one of the most influential moments of yeah. his entire life you know like kind of hippy dippy but then yuppie like every other boomer he fucking know <laughs> and then um he could not stop laughing he came out of the bathroom and he like couldn't catch his breath and we were like bill what's wrong what's wrong and he was like Whites <laughs> shower last. <laughs> he loved it. He loved it. Because he, he grew up in Mobile oh, yeah. in the fucking 60s yeah, yeah, yeah. where, like, they the segregation yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, that is, like, some poetic justice. Like, he, he just thought it. it was, like, poetic justice. And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, like, because we have to, you know, we have to clean off the black Egyptian or whatever. And um, but here's a here's a fun fact about um, slathering black Egyptian over your entire body mm-hmm. for uh, three solid months. Yeah. For four months following my fall semester back at University of South Carolina, probably was at my my uh, my um, sophomore year or whatever it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> or my sophomore junior year. I would sweat black Egyptian into my white bras. <laughs> like it would come, it would seep yeah. out. Of, I probably have like exposed myself to some cancerous <laughs> whatever. But like, anyway, so my boyfriend that summer, I was going to say just like full circle, like you shot that weird sketch show that he was on. Yes, you but like we never rock. we never met. I know, but isn't that weird? It is weird. It's Did you find that world. weird? Uh, here's what He's else. He's like is a weird. New York actor, whatever. We got to take a break. Here's a question: What do you do when your boyfriend's mother is poisoning you, or when your Airbnb host dies? How do you tell your cousin her husband is on Tinder during the pandemic, or make a perfect cup of coffee? 
Ask Rana and Brian. Every Tuesday, Rana Glickman and Brian Safi of Throwing Shade Podcast fame bring you a fresh advice podcast straight from the carriage house in Marblehead, Massachusetts. Okay, that's not a good accent, but I tried. With all the answers to life's big problems, big and small, ask Rana with Rana and Brian. Rana and Brian and a special guest take your questions and give thoughtful, hilarious, and heartfelt advice. Guests include Lacey Mosley, Brandon Kyle Goodman, Ellie Kemper, Paula Tompkins, Carl Tart, Lauren Lapkus, Mike Shore, Trixie Mattel, and yours truly. New episodes every Tuesday wherever you find your podcasts. And yes, we do not miss an episode in this household so check them out i think you'll love it three i just started. are we doing it <laughs> <laughs> yeah all night he's been like counting let me ask you very quickly <laughs> because me. i ha- i want to tell a story yes how did you feel about putting that makeup on did well, it feel weird to you at the time i was like 19 it was the 90s this was this long-running show um, I would, I don't think I would, uh, like, it was a different time in terms of, like, levels of wokeness or whatever. For sure, yeah. Like, there was no internet. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no, like, someone's gonna, you know. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about when you, I'm talking about how you look at oh. it now and how you looked at it then. Like, did it even occur to you that it was a strange thing to be doing then? I feel like I didn't have enough power in the situation to even have rendered an opinion. Like, I was an outsider coming into this thing, you know. And there was, like, a Native American in the show and, like... Right. Is, I mean, is oh, I didn't you, know that. Are you, like, talking about, like, the wokeness... You're talking about the wokeness of, like, putting on brown face? I, I'm saying looking... <laughs> I, like, at yeah, the time. Like, I'm was saying, there... I'm, I'm asking you... Did it ever feel weird at the time that you were doing that? Did it seem strange in, in a any social way? in a social context way? Is yeah. that what you're asking? Yeah, I was so like no because I, no, mm-hmm. it didn't because there were like 25 other people doing it. Yeah, and this is how it was done. Absolutely, and it had like and and um, it wasn't a time where you know people were being called out for insensitivity. Well, no, it, but And of course, and it did not feel like you weren't doing like a minstrelsy kind of thing. It wasn't, you weren't making fun of Native Americans. Oh, God, no. God, no. Because here's the no, thing. No, it was more like, no, no. This was like, these, like this was a reverent, this show yes. was not about. Right. No, I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, here's the, the reason I bring it up is because. You know, I did. I was on a show called Mister Show on HBO. Yeah, I've which heard was of a, it. Which was a heard it, heard of it, but never seen it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Paul wouldn't let but me. But it watch. was a. What do you mean I wouldn't let? I see. You here's told the thing. Me not to you watch. say no, 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 no. <laughs> when you say I won't let you watch something, <laughs> what that means is I don't want to watch it with you. If you want to watch that, go ahead. No, but but you, I, don't, I don't want us to have to watch it together. But you were never like. You like you'd be like, eh, you're fine. That's how you were. Your attitude was about it. I'm I, like, everyone always knows this Mr. Show thing, and they're always telling me Mr. Show this and Mr. Show that. I don't think I ever said, eh, you're fine. I think I <laughs> I think if you want to watch it, you can watch it. Well, now it's out, right? The original. Yeah, I think it's on HBO Max. Or you whatever. know what? I might watch it. There you go. Anyway, 
<laughs> Sorry. So there was a sketch that, that I was a part of on that show. Yeah. Where I wore yellow face. Okay. The sketch was, and here's where it's like, okay. The sketch was, uh, it starts out being a parody of those scenes you see in rom-coms where like, uh, you know, the, the, it's like later in the movie where the couple is split up for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And this is like their big reuniting, right? Okay. So this, this young woman's on the subway, a guy runs on the subway. He's like, Oh my, I found you, you know, and they start having this scene. Then there's other people on the subway that start chiming in like kiss her, you know, and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And so it was me and a few other people. We're all playing these uh, broad stereotype characters. Okay. And I am like a Japanese businessman. I'm in a suit. Jesus. And I have a briefcase on my lap and I'm in a wig and like Asian makeup. Oh my God. And then the sketch goes and it's not like, and I did like an accent and stuff. I had like, like what year was this? Oh, this was 96, something like that. Okay. And the sketch was not this as as with all this, the sketches that that we did on that show, it spins off into another thing. So mm-hmm. then it becomes about uh, the the five voices that you have in your head that guide you to what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And it's taken from these stereotypical characters that we're playing on the subway train. OK, right? but. So I I'm in this makeup. I And let me tell you something. I forgot that I did that. Right. I forgot that that ever happened. Well, let me ask you this. Who wrote that sketch? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't remember. It wasn't me, but I was in it. I had no problem being in it. And y'all were like a company of actors. Like you, kind didn't, bring, of. you didn't bring people in and out or another. I'm no, not justifying we, it. But here's the thing. I'm just saying like, what was the conversation? I was Wait, curious what the conversation was. There was no conversation. That's the thing is that we were, we were an all white writer's room. Uh-huh. Pretty much all white production staff. Wow. There was no one on that in that building right. who would have felt empowered to say, hey, maybe get an Asian actor to play this Asian part. Right. Or change, yes. For, for you know, it, there's a thing about sketch where it's like, oh, rush, rush, rush. Wait, who's around? You know, whatever. Today, absolutely no way. No. Like, you wouldn't yeah. dream of doing it. Just it just wouldn't even be pitched. But to me, what's wild about it, and, and I, I will say this on the record, I'm sorry that I did that. I wish I hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. And I apologize to mm-hmm. anyone who sees that now. Sure. You know, whether they're, <laughs> whether they're offended by it or not, I apologize. It's wild to me that no, there was no one there to check us. Uh-huh. We didn't think twice about it. It was like, yeah, of course. And you'll play the Asian guy. It's like, yeah, of course. Another one where... Uh, a little later, and you were in this this show, in this same sketch, but not with this, with this moment, uh, a show called Root of All Evil, mm-hmm. uh, which was a debate show hosted <laughs> by Lewis Black, and it was a comedy debate thing, and it would be comedians uh, picking uh, sides on a topic. And, and it was only out for like that one season or two seasons or something? I think there were a couple seasons, okay. yeah. Okay. And the idea was you were saying, which is worse, this or this? Right. And so I can't even remember what the the larger premise was of this particular episode. But, I, but we would do... It's a good idea for a show, by the way. 
Oh, they've tried it so many times. This is one of the few like times that it actually sh- got on. Yeah. They, they've, tried, they've tried debate shows a million times. I think it's a funny idea, a premise. Yeah, of course. It is, yeah. To see co- comedians Absolutely, yeah. go down crazy paths yeah, yeah, yeah. with things. So part of the um, part of the arguments you would have as you know the, the comedian making your case, we would have these filmed bits that we would do, and then we'd roll them in, you know, and you'd throw to it. And so I did this bit where it was all about uh, the slippery slope, about the slippery slope argument, and people saying, this will lead to this. And so in my... In my sketch that I wrote, it was, you know, like, uh, you know, somebody saying they're gay leads to a woman marrying a turtle. Yes. And we got to be in the sketch and I got to be in it. And so did my friend Joel. And that's right. Joel. Second shout previously out. Mentioned. Who invited me to go fuck Big Joel episode. We, maybe we should title this episode <laughs> Joel Spence. <laughs> Let's do that. You know what? Yeah. I'm totally going to do that. This episode is titled Joel He'll Spence. He'll get a kick out of that. He'll get a kick so, out of that. So, um... <laughs> so I'm talking about the slippery slope, but it's all these these dumb conservative arguments about if we do this, then it'll lead to this, you know? Yeah. And so by the end of it, the idea was I was now in brownface yeah. with like a, 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 a bindi on my forehead because the idea was the, the ultimate, the slippery slope will lead to us being replaced by... You know, uh, Asian people, by immigrants Indian people, whatever, Indigra- immigrants. Yeah. Yes. Like it was such a far fetched yes. version of the slippery. Like your your political point yes. was like. The point is, this is how ridiculous you are. Yes. It's like you think this is what's going to happen. Satirical. Yes. Satirical. But when I think about it now, like in, back then. In a way, though, that. Hold on a second. Yeah. Okay. Back then, the thinking was this is absurd. Uh, this is how these people think. This is like their ultimate horror or whatever. All, like, yes. It was like, it wasn't even You're, like, it wasn't even like I was trying to justify it for myself to do no, it. No, I get it. It was like, oh, and this is the ultimate in this absurdity. When I think about it now, and uh, let me say for the record, I apologize for that. I should not have done that. And I wish I hadn't done it. I want, I will. Hold on a second. Okay. If I were to do it now, mm-hmm. what I would do was, yeah, I would have an Indian actor play that part and I would dub the voice. Oh, that makes sense. To achieve the same effect. Okay, now I see what to you're To say, if the, if the absurd idea is you're so afraid of the slippery slope that it's going to make you not white. And wear the same, and wear the same. Yes, I would have him in my clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and overdub the voice. I mean, on the one hand, you were doing satire, you know, like you're trying to make a political point yeah the one in the the i didn't see i didn't see the other one the um bob Bob and david yeah Yeah. um that was just a random (laughs) just like a random they wanted an asian here's the thing they wanted an asian character in that moment the same this the the motivation for both of them was essentially the same was like we're doing satire um the point of it to us is not that here's a white person playing a different race and the 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 problem with that is that's not a, that doesn't excuse it mm-hmm. that doesn't excuse it at all mm-hmm. it's that no we it never entered our minds right it was a different because time because we're in a bubble yeah 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 you know and root of all evil kind of the same thing it's like it was almost all white people it was like 2006 or 7 yeah. or something yeah yeah, yeah yeah but still almost all white people nobody there to say 
hey, you know what? You shouldn't do this. You should you should do this differently. Yeah, you, know? you should approach and this we're, differently. we're just like in our own unchecked whiteness. Yes. I mean, yes. Um, yeah. But That's so funny to me because it is such a white male, straight male dominant. But like now I think comedy is being more inclusive in their writer's rooms. I mean, I hope. No, it... It is. It's still got a long way to go, though. You know yeah. what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of places will count on one person of color to be the voice for all know, people of color. I know. And that's such a huge burden. Responsibility. And also you risk the, the glass cliff, you know, where it's like, you know about the glass cliff, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like they, mm-hmm. they put they put a, a, a woman, a person of color in a position they don't normally get. Then when it something doesn't work out, they can say, "See, these people can't do it." You know, <laughs> we tried. We tried having a woman. We tried having a person of color, yeah. but it didn't work out. Yeah. But what it's the way that Hollywood approaches trying to diversify, like uh, you know, productions and stuff, is yeah. very weird to me. Well, it's always first. It's it's um. It's mollifying, right? It's like it's basis covering so they can say, whoa, look at this guy. He's black. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Then it becomes panicky. Yes. You know? And then it becomes eventually normal. But I don't think we're at the normal stage yet. I God, think, no. I Hell think no. We're, I think we're extremely slowly moving towards that. But here's what it takes. But look, and I'm not saying this is what, what this, I'm not saying this is right. What it takes is a situation we're in now yeah, where people are making their voices heard, but it shouldn't take people to yell at us to make us change. You know I what I mean? I feel like there, I mean, I hate to say this, but like the internet has been an education for me, mm-hmm. like in terms of how people feel about things and how we should be looking at things. Yeah. Um, it's such a rapid fire way of, of learning other points of view. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like yelling and shouting and, and memes and, and, Mm. and sort of cheapening of certain arguments, you know, and a lack of nuance, but even those experiences have informed more critical thinking. I feel like in my daily life, Mm -hmm. I mean, I hope. Absolutely. I, I, th- I agree. I, it's happened to me too. Like I, I but it's just but that's something all- that didn't exist. Like when I was like growing up, like I, I would have loved to have known more about other people's experiences. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, but that's we all I craved. I we craved it. Like I was like, I'm going on running off to New York. Yeah. And da, 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 And it's like, well, but it was not something at least where I grew up. It was not something that was encouraged. It was not something that there was no model for it. There was no model for it. There was no one else doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It took me a long time to find those people who were who were the models for that. And for learning the, for Yes. It, those those inspirational in, people as opposed to yes. here's what life is. It's us being this way in our little situation and that's it. You know? Yes. Anyway, I think we got that's my fault. We got too heavy for our show. We did? Eh, I don't know. We've gone a, a long time without laughing. <laughs> We were talking about comedies. I know. <laughs> Does that count? If you talk about comedy, do you but you're have serious? to laugh all the time? I'm saying like some people just want to hear that. No, you don't. I don't know. I guess I worry. I worry that people that this show was they want the, the idea behind this they show want the was lightness. well. No, what I'm gonna. I think people, different people want different things. But when we started the show, mm-hmm. the idea was 
this is just going to be like a silly conversational catch up and you know you're like we're all hanging out together as opposed to our takes on things you know but right look this is the here's my take on things oh shit i don't have a take on anything you know what my take is you should form your own ideas and your own opinions and you should educate yourself because i don't have i'm not going to give you my my like point of view here's what i say my point of view is just mine here's what i say empty your mind and the rest will follow <laughs> And all of you will empty be empty. Empty your mind. Yeah, get rid of I everything in there. I thought it was free there. your mind. That's old. This is new. So speaking Empty your, your mind. <laughs> I've emptied it. <laughs> Trust me. Consider it done. <laughs> Consider. So it, our sponsor this week is Ask Rana. We love the podcast with Rana Clickman and <laughs> Brian Safi. Yes. And we were on an episode of it, if you would like to seek it out. But we also were given a very special gift this week. By Ask Rana. That's very true. We were sent some of their special bespoke coffee. This is such a weird thing when you have friends who have gotten into the coffee business <laughs> Let me by ta- way of their podcast. But I will say this. It's, it's really fucking good, y'all. It's really check good. Check out the podcast. We're, on, we're guests on one of the episodes if you want to check out that episode. Yeah. because But it's a great show, and they have a lot the, of great guests. Yeah, and, and it's an advice. They're hilarious. It's an advice show. Yeah, and they have great rapport. They're both so funny. Yeah. Um, so they sent us this coffee. And we love it. We Yeah, the first we you tried the first try one. It. We're about to try the second one. Yeah, we tried Shades of Vanilla, and now we're trying the Cottage yeah. Blend. Shades of Vanilla, <laughs> which they have... I think I'm going to like the Cottage Blend better. Carriage Blend. Honey, Carriage House Blend. Oh, Carriage House Blend. Sorry. They had talked on the... Po- I'd, hear, I'd heard them talking up this coffee for weeks, right? Right, right, right. right. And they talked about this one blend <laughs> is Shades of Vanilla, which is a, a, a catchphrase of Rana Glickman's. <laughs> Shades of and Vanilla. And... The way they were talking about it, they were saying it's, it's, you know, the flavor is so light, you're not going to believe like it. Like, it's not know? a heavy-handed flavor coffee. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I thought, okay, that's just a name, Shades of Vanilla. And then when I smell it, I was like, it smells like vanilla. But it smells good. And I don't good. like flavored coffee. Yeah. The, the flavor is such a hint. Yeah. I can't believe I like it. It should be called Hints of Vanilla. But that's not the... <laughs> That's not her thing. It still works. I think it's shades. What it is her works. catchphrase shades of vanilla in reference to? That's how her home is decorated. Her home is decorated <laughs> in shades of vanilla. So the next one is the carriage house. No, Ronna Glickman is a is a fictional character. A real character. People will figure it out. She's, she's she, a real character. She's played by Wink. This, she's played by this comedic actress who's a friend of ours who I don't know if you're allowed to do this. Oh I'm not? I she keeps it pretty separate. But I just, like, she's my favorite actress. And look, this info is out she's there. She's my if favorite actress. If you, if you want to find out who plays Ronald Glickman, that info is out there. We're not going to be the ones to tell you. I'm not going to say who it is, but I'm just saying, like, she's, an, she's, like, one of my favorite comedic actresses that I know. Like, I think she's fucking awesome. All right. Fair enough. Fair and enough. I'll say this. as Another a non- endorsement. As a non sequitur, you might want to check out her latest movie, Desperado, on Netflix. Fair enough. <laughs> For... Her. Yes. Yes. Sp- pay special attention to one character. <laughs> <laughs> My point no, is. No, but Brian's in that movie as well. Bro- a lot, of, a lot Brian, of people that we know are in the it. The entire uh, Ask Grana podcast is in <laughs> Tesperado, except for us, and we were guests on. 
I think that movie led I to guess them they doing didn't. this podcast. Oh, it did? Yes. Oh I think God. it did. Stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it. I think they had known each other, but I think that's the first time they really- They became buddy buddies. They hung out like that. Yeah, they spent that's a lot of time together. That's really funny. Anyway, we got to go. Do you have any recommendations? Um, I've been getting into this podcast right now called Guru, and it is fucking chilling. It is about the dark side of enlightenment, and mm. the story they're tackling is that guy who uh, killed people in a sweat lodge. Do you know about that? You know, that's so specific. I wish I could say yes, but I don't know. Well, what I didn't know is that he was part of that movie, The Secret, that we talked about a few episodes back. And now mm. I feel bad that I was like poking fun at The Secret because now I found out this horrible tragedy sort of like Who could have known? arose Who around could have known? this this um, self-help figure that was on Oprah like a few times and had these like these retreats that were like thousand dollar retreat mm. like i mean like crazy shit anyway if y'all listen to guru let me know also the only other thing i've been doing this week besides trying not to lose my mind is um auditioning for things i won't get on zoom <laughs> which is fine well not just on zoom or blue jeans blue jeans <laughs> blue jeans <laughs> You know, you could do it in your blue jeans. jeans. And then... um, Did you know your mom set up a a social (laughs) networking platform called Blue Jeans? Mom jeans. Dungarees. All I know is that, okay, fine, I've proven that I can do this. Yeah. Um, Listening to every Mary Trump interview or reading every Mary Trump interview and um, playing the new The Chicks album on yes. repeat <laughs> and heavy rotation and yeah, formal, uh, formerly the dixie chicks they're now the chicks they have a new album called gaslighter and let me tell you something let me tell y'all something this album is about natalie mains the lead singer's divorce yeah and holy shit she doesn't want to say about it like that was a hell of a fucking divorce. Yeah. It's a good album. So really I'd say album. check it out. Yeah. What are um, your recs, babe? I want to recommend uh, <laughs> What's your recs? Open Mike Eagle, who is a great hip hop artist, has a new podcast called What Had Happened Was, where he's interviewing legendary hip hop producer Prince Paul. And each episode mm. is about a different project that Prince Paul has worked on over the course of his career. Oh, that's a great idea. It's I love Open Mike Eagle as a per- person. He's fucking He's great. like a really cool guy. He's a really cool guy. And I've worked with him a nice bunch. Nice guy. Yeah, he's a super sweetheart. Um, but he is such a great host, and Prince Paul is such a great guest. It is a... I, I've tweeted about it, but it is... I, I Every episode, I love it. it I'm going to check that out, actually. I didn't know about it. Yeah, start I didn't from know the about beginning. It. Because it's, it, they're still, like, it's still pretty new, so you don't have to... You know, it won't take oh, long okay, to catch good. up. But they... It's really informative. It's a fascinating history of hip hop of that of of the time, mm-hmm. but also it's really fun. Like they're fun together. Uh-huh. Prince Paul has really funny stories, um, and their rapport is fantastic. It's a, it's a great podcast. Like it's it's a good one. I, I'll take a walk around the neighborhood and listen to it. Yeah, it's I, really enjoyable. So like I sometimes get behind on podcasts because I'll only allow myself to listen to an episode <laughs> if I'm actively taking a walk. Right. 
and sometimes I'm not actively taking a walk. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. So and I also, just have the craziest memory. We have something. to hold that memory. We also have to jointly recommend the Bureau. We did. I think we mentioned it last time. Did we? About the Bureau. Not the French version of The Office, which is <laughs> actually called the Bureau. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's about the French CIA. I think we mentioned this. The Bureau of Legends. The Bureau of Legends. Yeah. I want to be in the Bureau of Legends like so bad, but also not because it looks really dangerous. I want to be one of the people that checks the computers. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would be a good handler because, yeah. Wait, I just have the craziest memory of something because I don't know what it came to me. Um, but we like, do you remember when that article was going around in like... 2006 about some kind of like secret supper club where they ate exotic animals and it was like yeah i do kind of remember it was like viral before things could be viral yeah and it was about like this exclusive they ate like a penguin or they ate a baby yeah and then (laughs) and like the ultimate was like they get they gather in these like secret dining rooms and and um these famous chefs like prepare um endangered species yeah yeah (laughs) Like, like prepare. Do you remember that? And they and they like and they were like they would gather and it would be like oh the who's who of like Hollywood, and uh, but it was the secret club and like you'd go and then uh, like a famous chef would make you know I don't know roast penguin (laughs) and then and then the and then people freaked out like they drew the line at the baby or something yeah it was like a a human baby i remember reading about this in the la weekly it was the weekly it was the weekly it was only in the weekly yeah yeah yeah. which was is if what i guess it's still around a free um a free newspaper in la that you used to like pick up at different coffee shops and stuff and for some reason i just was like remembering that and how people are probably having like weird secret like covid parties yeah, so I want to recommend those. The secret COVID I want to recommend secret COVID parties <laughs> where you can eat a baby. A COVID infection baby. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. The fuck? <laughs> well, that'll put a cork in this episode of Stay F Home Kids. You know what? I would never. <laughs> First of all, I thought that was real at the time, that article. Wasn't it meant to be kind of like thought as real? I can't remember if the, I, I, I don't think the whole thing was fake. I think that parts of it were. No, I think it was fake. Really? Uh, I can't remember. Endangered species. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I think that the article was about also the rumors about it. It was where like... they were doing things that clearly nobody was doing. Yeah. Not that the whole thing was like a joke. It was like a crazy. It wasn't an April Fool's prank. No, it wasn't. It wasn't an April Fool's prank. It was like, it, yeah. Someone, uh, whatever. <laughs> no one was eating a baby. Anyway, uh, we got to wrap it up. That's that's our episode, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to all of the stupid decisions we made in our past. Yeah, right? <laughs> Involving our career. That we for didn't think twice about. Fucking stupid. And now pe- we're thinking four times about. <laughs> and now we're like, what? Yeah, I know. <laughs> How did we get carried along? Okay, whatever. It's a different world and we're better off for it. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, we are at Stay F Homekins on Twitter and Instagram and stayofhomekins at gmail.com if you want to write to us. Everybody, please take care of yourselves. Please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Be 
try to keep hanging on to some kind of hope and optimism right now yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's a lot of things going on right now that are very dark and sinister and can make you feel <laughs> like evil is winning over good. Like imagine Star Wars, like Star Wars, like the evil doesn't win, right? I don't remember Star Wars. Does it? How does it end? <laughs> um, basically, like the good is better than the evil. There's like every other movie, evil wins. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, is that what we're living in? That is kind of like look, Star Wars. The the odd numbered movies, good wins. The the even numbered movies, evil wins. Well, let's let we just finish. Guess what? We finished an evil wins Star Wars, and we're heading toward a good wins exactly. Star Wars. Exactly. Oh, I had one more plug, which no. is... No, okay, go ahead. This podcast I was on called Sam Pancake Presents the Monday Afternoon Movie. Good plug. Please listen to Sam Pancake Presents the Monday Afternoon Movie because we um, analyzed this movie with Olivia de Havilland called The Screaming Woman. Yeah, TV movie. It's Sam Pancake is hilarious Fuck and it's Sam a really Pancake funny show. Is, Sam Pancake is fucking awesome. Yes. He's funny. Okay, that's all I have to all say. Right. Thank so, you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We'll we'll see you next time. In the meantime, stay, stay safe. safe. Stay, stay sane. Safe. <laughs> Did I say stay safe twice? You may have. Really? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Let's see what happens this time. <laughs> stay, stay safe. safe stay, stay sane, sane and, and stay, stay home. home.